This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, Hour 2. Thanks for joining us. Richard Battle joining us now. Richard, Merry Christmas. How are you, sir? Merry Christmas, John. We're doing great, and Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there. Christmas, celebrating the birth of hope. Andy and I talked about that a little bit yesterday, and, you know, why did Christ have to come in human form? And we're going to continue that on with you today. Well, and that's great, and I just think that we have so many things that put stress on us and so many diversions that we need to make sure to put things in their proper perspective, not only for ourselves, but for our children, grandchildren, and those coming up behind us to make sure they understand what the true focus is and the importance. Uh, I think this time of the year, especially with all of the, I hate to use the word commercialization, but really that's what it is, Richard, the commercialization of Christmas, and you look at where things are today, uh, yeah, I think we need that constant reminder, by the way. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Well, exactly, and we've seen it during our lifetime grow in commercialization and the focus on uh, money and gifts and things of this type nature much more so than I believe when I was a child, uh, even though I loved receiving presents, uh, we knew that there wasn't a lot of money, and so the focus wasn't on money, but the the love that was put behind the gifts that we were given, and we appreciated them, I believe. I agree, by the way. Okay, so when it comes to celebrating Christmas, and I get that everyone has their own reason for the season, but... I think, Richard, and you you know my heart, I think we would be amiss if we didn't mention the real reason for the season. And no, it's not just to you know get together and have dinner and open presents and all of that. The real reason is because of our faith and what it means to us. Well, yes, and everyone has the right to choose. And if someone chooses right. something else, that's their right. Uh, it's not my position to use a crowbar to to hit them and force them into anything. All I can do or we can do is tell people what we believe and why and see what that seed produces. And to me, I believe in faith in Jesus because of the evidence. It's not a superstition. It's There's multiple evidences there, uh, from historic to archaeological, the Word, uh, so many different things. And so He lives... He's eternal. He gives us hope, faith, mercy, grace, and life every day Mm -hmm. that helps us live. Uh, Fully agree. Now, a lot of, to your point, a lot of folks don't either know that, don't 
don't have the same faith we have. They still will celebrate Christmas. Some don't celebrate Christmas at all. I get that. But, you know, I also know that this is the time of the year, and I have to be reminded of this at times, Richard, that for some that have lost loved ones or other things that may have been traumatic in their lives during this time of the year, it's not their favorite time of the year. Well, that's true, and and that's why it's so important for us to focus on the hope. And I I lost my great-grandmother on Christmas Day when I was a child. I lost my only son. Uh, So I know that grief, but I don't grieve where they're at. I grieve where they aren't, Hmm. and uh, because they aren't with me, but they're in a place, and because of the hope of my faith, I believe I will see them again. And that enables me to handle that separation and that grief better than if I did not have that hope from our faith. I agree. Now, this isn't in our notes, but for me personally, the other thing that I enjoy about this time of the year, and I guess from having you know kids and now grandkids, Richard, to you know watch them and you know just their eyes light up and the different things that happen at Christmas, whether it be you know, the tree, whether it be, you know, the lights that, you know, you may put on the house or different things along those lines, just to watch the joy that they have and then weave the message of Christ into that, even with the little ones, to me is just what it's all about. Well, I think that's very well spoken because I enjoy that also, and I think we ought to take advantage and celebrate family and friends and The little ones are the magic of Christmas. Yes. And seeing them light up, but being able to, as you use that word so well, weave uh, the faith based into it as well and let them know that's so critical, I believe. And there's multiple ways we can do it without it being overbearing. And to me, that's very important. Yeah, because if it becomes overbearing, they'll resent that down the road. And I think that's where parents, uh, you guys need to be really mindful of that. We want to weave it in, not make it so overbearing that they resent it down the road. And then actually, you know, Richard, in some cases, they'll leave the faith. We don't want that. We want them to see this as a joyous time of the year, knowing what the birth of Christ means and the celebration of. Well, yes. And I think if we do that by letting them know that that's the real an eternal gift, Mm -hmm. and the gift that you can't buy but is freely given to us. Uh, To me, that's the thing, because when a little kid gets a gift, uh, they appreciate it, and if they finally realize that the best gift in the world uh, is Jesus and our faith and the eternal blessings that we have, then that will really, I think, solidify uh, their feelings going forward. You've got on my list here two essential movies every Christmas season. What are they? Well, and one of them, I think, fits this very well, and and I was slower than I wish I'd have been to realize this, but it's A Wonderful Life, and a movie that came out in 1946. It didn't do very well at the box office. I think it does better every year because it does exactly what we were talking about. Mm. It shows the difference of the banker who pursued money with nothing else and how empty and void his life was versus the guy, Jimmy Stewart in the movie, who helped his neighbors and friends and family, sacrificed everything he wanted to do to help others for a whole lifetime, and learned the lesson from the angel that uh, no man who has friends is a failure. True. And so it perfectly teaches that money's not the be-all, end-all. It's just a 
tool to help other people. Great point. This next movie, I've not seen. The The Crossing. I, I, I know nothing about that movie, Richard. Well, and it's one I love because it's a Revolutionary War. Okay. Uh, it was made in 2000 with Jeff Daniels starring in it. I believe it was a TV movie, but it was one of those ones to me that even though it might have not have been epically uh, made, it's still the story of it because it talks about the crossing the Delaware River on Christmas night <laughs> that our Revolutionary War soldiers did with George Washington. And there's no way we can fully comprehend the sacrifice that those people made for us. But that crossing and the attack on Trenton the next day turned the war around and enabled with seven more years of sacrifice for us to earn our liberty. And to me, watching that movie once a year, like I like to do, reminds me of that because it's easy for us to forget. And too many of our citizens, I don't believe, appreciate what our founders, the Revolutionary War soldiers, and others behind them did for us to enable us to celebrate. Fully agree, fully agree. At the end of the day, celebrate the birth of Christ. Look forward to what we have in him. Enjoy our family and friends. And lastly, Richard, I think the gifts are at the bottom of the list. Remember the reason for the season. Uh, That is the main thing. And if we demonstrate that and show it in the right way, then I think we can keep it in perspective and set the example for our children and other people who see us. I agree. RichardBattle.com is the website to find Richard and all the different things that he has. And Richard, again, Merry Christmas. Appreciate all you do, and we will talk to you in the new year. Well, Merry Christmas, God bless America, and we look forward to talking to you early January, and enjoy your vacation. God bless you too, Richard. Appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your night. Roof Savers of Colorado coming up next. Make sure that your roof is in tip-top condition. Dave Hart can do that for you, and if you've got a commercial roof, he can do that as well. 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers. And if you've been looking to do something different with your mortgage or you're looking to buy a home for the first time, Kurt can help you out. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments. Pay off your debt and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? 
been told you have to sell your house for the down payment, that debt ratio qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels, they can help you from beginning to end with your project, and no project is too small or too large. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. All right, Geno's is next, by the way, Geno's Auto Service. And as I said earlier in the 3 o'clock hour, if you're traveling, by the way, over the holidays, make sure that you're all dialed in with your vehicle. It's going to be a little late to get that done prior to Christmas, but there may be some time next week between Christmas and New Year's. Geno's Auto Service, and don't forget, Geno starts with a J. That's genosautoservice.com. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. These debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Geno's is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Mike from Parker joining us now. Mike, welcome. How are you, sir? Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. I'm doing great. Haven't called in in a, in a long time. It's been a while. I was thinking about, about you the other day, so I'm glad you did. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> no, I, I was calling in, oh, about, about two years ago, uh, we were talking about oil production in the U.S., you know, and, and uh, you know, we, we've had a little bet on, on, on there that, uh, you know, I, I said that the Biden administration would produce more oil than the Trump organization did. And you said, no, that'll never happen. Too bad he didn't. It's because, in spite of him, the industry figured out ways to make that happen. But as this, I'm not giving Biden any credit on this one. And, and you don't have to, but the bet is under the Biden administration, the U.S. would produce more oil, which it, this happened. You had a good they, prediction. They, they, I don't know how you were have, able to predict that. It was just, again, in spite of, in spite in of spite our current of, energy policies of this administration, our yeah. oil industry has done well. Because the oil industry is going to do what the oil industry is going to do, and they're going to drill, and they're going to make billions of dollars and have record profits. And that's, it doesn't matter who president was or is, if it's Trump or Biden, 
oil industry is going to make billions of dollars. It's, it's pure capitalism. So not that I give my whole point two years ago to you. It wasn't that Trump was president and we had record oil production. And it's not that Biden is, is president. We had he dethroned. He has now dethroned Trump as the oil king. And so that's kudos to the oil industry, not mm-hmm. to Biden. Agree. But the but but I was more than willing to bet you that the oil industry under the Biden again Biden had nothing to do with it. But they, they we would become the most energy independent ever, and America now has the, the biggest, highest energy independence rating ever in the history of the world. We now produce more oil than any country in in the world. Correct. And 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 if you look at the stock market, the stock market is seven thousand higher. Than under Trump, and Trump's prediction was, if Biden's elected, the, the market's going to tank. It's going to go in half. And you know what? It is it is twenty percent higher than under Trump. So everything that Trump did, and you know, I'm not a Biden guy. I think Biden got, died two years ago. I think he's <laughs> animated by electronics. Well, you are. You um, I still think he's literally. I mean, you're, uh, facetiously, I hear you, but no, I mean, yeah. He, yeah, he's he is still there, and you're right. His policies have. <laughs> have done nothing to help. Here, here's a real question. Had the policies been there to really aid the development of the oil industry and even help them out further, would it even be better than it is right now? No, I don't think so. If you look when when uh, Trump was, was leaving office, uh, he left 1,500 uh, oil permits. Uh, or nobody picked them up. Because we were just coming out of COVID, we had that dollar, you know, a gallon. Yeah, they didn't need it. Oil was way down at that point to even do anything with them. That's correct. Nobody, the oil industry's like, no, Trump's like, take these. They're like, no, we won't give you a dime for those. Right. And then Biden, a year into it, nobody won. He had 2,500 oil permits not picked up by the oil industry. Now, we we had this whole Ukraine deal, and and oil went to whatever, $100 a barrel. Yeah, just a little over, not much. Yeah, when it was, but you know, it's but they jumped all over it. So oil's going to do the stock market's going to do what the stock market's going to do, and I don't think the president, that's Biden or Obama or Hillary, whoever's behind the, you know, the curtain here. But uh, you know, we had huge inflation too under uh, Biden. But again, I don't blame Biden. I mean, Trump had the seven point two billion dollars. I'm sorry, trillion dollars in deficit spending. And so Obama had. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what you have to look at there is, you know, Trump started it, but Biden doubled down on it. Well, no, but if you look at the, again the pure raw numbers, according to the Bureau of Labor, I'm not, I mean, the Office of Budget, you know, Trump was seven point two trillion, and right now Biden's sitting at that three point six, so he's half, no, less than half. No, of what no, Trump Mike, said. that's not true. You look at the. You look at the numbers of uh, you know what the what the deficit did under Trump versus what it's done under Biden. It's double under Biden, double. That is not. I I, I will again. I, I sent you the links on the oil production just because I always try to back up my facts. I mean, if you look at the U.S. debt to, clock, which I do daily, Mike, it's pretty easy to see. But again, if it if it was doubled under Biden, it should be fourteen trillion dollars higher. Than Trump, and it's not. It's not. It's not even a quarter of that. Is it going up? Absolutely. I mean, the U.S. has a uh, a deficit, you know, or a spending problem. Um, and yes, we, we do. And but anyways, but the point being is, I don't think Biden has done a great job. I think our. I think the U.S. industries, oil, gas, stock market, Tesla, Bitcoin, all those are doing well in spite of government, you know, interfering or not interfering. But I, I think we have tough times coming ahead. 
no matter who is elected. And, and my prediction is probably Trump will be reelected. Well, um, that one we may have to take another bet on. Uh, uh, you are more okay. optimistic. What, what, You're what more you? optimistic Go in ahead. that than I am. I Who's Number one, guy? I don't think Joe Biden's going to be the candidate. And this kind of leads in, Mike, to what I was going to talk about now. Uh-huh. So you might as well hang uh-huh. on. I mean, the whole Supreme Court here in Colorado and what they did with Trump, number yeah. one, it's hideous. totally hideous. It's immoral. It's not correct. I think the left has gone uh, way too far. And when I say left, I realize those of you, you make sure that I'm saying correctly. Yes, I realize that uh, quote unquote conservatives brought this suit against Trump. But the, the left, Mike, has put the icing on the cake, if you would, with the judges yeah. that are have ruled on this in this particular yeah. case. So uh, make sure they say all that correctly. Now, I do think they've gone too far. I don't think this is going to necessarily help their cause. This will prop up Trump and it's already doing so. All that being said, Mike, Biden, I don't believe will be their candidate. I hope not, because currently all the polls show Trump destroying Biden by 30 points or something. But they did another poll that's saying any Democratic besides Biden and that candidate is winning. But I don't think the Democratic organization who refused to have primaries this year, so they're just shoving Biden down our throat. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to keep Biden up there, and I, and I honestly feel Trump will win by a landslide. Now, if, if you think... The, the the Democrats are going to slide somebody else in there. I want to know who's that guy or gal. Uh, Newsom, Paulus, or Whitmer, and, and or a combination thereof. How about Kennedy? Uh, no, uh, he's already going to do on his own thing. If anything, they'll try to keep him from running third party, which is already what he's looking at. Yeah. Wait, I'm happily to take a double down on, 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 on dinner, uh, but I, I really feel that Trump will will win. I mean, and, I hope, Mike, and you know what? I, I if that, ha- I will kindly, kindly buy you dinner if that ends up happening because that would be, you know, that would be tremendous. We have got, as you know, a long way to go to get there. Yes. That time will fly, and and again, if that happens, we've got to get everybody behind Trump to make that happen. And, and again, I, I really do. I, I hope that you're correct. My fear is that the left has something up their sleeve. They're going to bring somebody else out to compete with Trump. I do firmly believe they want Trump to be the candidate because they feel that he is the most defeatable. I can't I don't know that I can argue with them on that, Mike, because I do think in our on our side of the aisle, he is the most defeatable. Now, they also have to run the right candidate. Newsom didn't do so well against DeSantis the other night in the debates. Nope. Well, here's my prediction. If 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 the Democrats pull somebody out behind the curtain, it's Michelle Obama. Nah not going to happen that that's yeah, not going to happen I, that that's that's just my prediction but i think trump's going to win but biden cannot win versus trump but anyways hey john i'm almost home i love our hey man appreciate it I, I appreciate you calling mike as always and uh, have a great evening merry christmas sir you too merry christmas all right man appreciate you looks like kevin flesh is going to join us in a moment so we'll switch gears in him in a minute uh bruce simmons is up next he is our reverse mortgage professor if you got a question on reverse mortgages please give him a call today 303-467-7821 a reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought if you're properly prepared klz's reverse mortgage expert bruce simmons can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done give you more cash flow of course you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement 
By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect. And he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. I just told Kevin, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. I appreciate that. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, which I said Merry Christmas to as well as he was here today. Anything financially speaking you need from Al, give him a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. You need to talk with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial now, before the new year, to help ensure your retirement plan is ready for whatever lies ahead. Even if you're currently participating in an employer-sponsored plan, you need Al Smith to help you strategize maximizing your retirement savings. Often near the end of the year, it's very difficult to get someone from your employer plan on the phone, whereas Al is personally ready to assist you right now. If you have retirement accounts, you definitely need Al Smith to help you close the year out and avoid costly mistakes or year-end penalties. Give Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial a call today to receive your free no-obligation consultation and get your retirement plan in order before January 1st. Just go to klzradio.com slash money to contact Al or to schedule a consultation. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Level Engineering, find out if solar is a good fit for you. Call uh, Alan Davis today, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money, but the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. All right. Is your business security, I mean cybersecurity, where it needs to be? If you don't know the answer, call John the Cyber Guy today, 720-593-6688. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. 
The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Now back to Rush to Reason. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Kevin Flesh, our legal eagle with us now. And by the way, if you want to contact Kevin for anything you need when it comes to civil, criminal, you name it, give Kevin a call, 303-806-8886. About the only thing Kevin doesn't do is, of course, family law. But he has contacts there, so if you've got a question there and you need something, you know, by all means, call him and he will help you. Now... We had planned this several weeks ago. We had no idea that this whole Trump thing in the Colorado Supreme right. Court was going to come down the very night before Kevin <laughs> came true. on air. So we did not plan this. But I couldn't have picked a better day to have Kevin on, knowing that he is literally the expert. And you all can't see this, but Kevin printed out the court cases involving <laughs> this particular suit. And this came up on the National Crawford Roundtable, which you'll hear tonight. And somebody said, you know, did... The court just make a willy-nilly decision. No, no, they, they never can make a willy-nilly decision. Something has to be brought to them, a court case, a suit, if you would, as the case here is. And there was four, I believe four or five different, am I counting right? Was it four or five different five plaintiffs? Plaintiff, five plaintiffs. petitioners, yep, five petitioners. Five petitioners. Well, actually, and, six. And I read through them, and I even did a little background checking, and believe it or not, uh, the majority of them, I didn't check every single one of them, but the majority of them are, quote-unquote, Republicans. Yeah. That's part of the problem here. But yeah. the left jumped on this train. Once it left the station, yeah. they also jumped on board. And again, you can't see this, but Kevin literally printed out these cases, and I think he went through a whole ream of paper to I, do so. I did. I so the district court. So it's the so to begin this yeah, process. Explain all of this. Yeah. So super interesting process actually today. I mean, it took a couple hours of my time to read everything because as John well, thank said, thank you for doing this. By yeah, the way. it's it's um, law school exam sort of stuff here. Okay. It's the intertwining of both federal and state law. Um, and then talking about due process um, and w- what exactly transpired here. So the background, the other background that I think is really important with this whole process is the individuals who are making decisions in these cases, um, I have background with almost all of them because we do a bunch of criminal defense work and also civil litigation. Right. The The district court judge that's in Denver, I was supposed to start a trial, the 8th of July or the 8th of January with her. Okay. Um, so I've dealt with her. She hasn't been on the bench very long. Okay. Um, she is a micromanager of a judge. She okay. just is right now. She's That's the way she's wanting to run her courtroom, okay. which is pers- perfectly fine and perfectly her prerogative. But that is shown in the 102-page decision that she wrote after the hearing uh, at the end of October, beginning of November. Okay. 
The underlying uh, issue here in this case and what the petitioners and the respondents, so the petitioners are exactly like you said. They are folks that are basically voters of Colorado that have brought this petition. That don't think Trump should be on the ticket. Correct. On the primary ballot, They do not believe that he should be on on the ballot. And they've got standing because they're a voter. That's right. Okay. The other thing that— Wow, I sound like an attorney. Right? You're doing good so far. Uh, so far, so good. Now, Jenna Griswold has been brought in as well as a, as a respondent. Because she's the Secretary of State. Right. And she has the and she power. And she's in charge of our elections, right? Correct. Is that why she gets brought in, I assume? Yes. Okay. And because the legislature has given her a particular statute um, to determine whether or not Trump is qualified to be on the ballot. Okay. And that's the that's the core question here. Okay. So, initially... The, and, and really quick, yeah. to make sure that I'm on the right track, they're using some obscure 14th Amendment from the 1800s that was designed because of the Civil War and what had happened then, and they didn't want certain people that had been in the South and the Civil War to actually be a politician. Am I, am I correct in that? You are very that? close, okay. yes. That's the whole idea with the Section 3 okay. of the 14th Amendment. So the okay. 14th Amendment also has, um, it's the Supremacy Clause, right? So it was bringing the federal government into play, basically saying that it was supreme over the states. That was part of the 14th Amendment's right. power. And the idea is that the 14th Amendment is there so that the federal government can do certain things that maybe the states can't, um, and it can regulate certain things that the states can individually, but the question is whether or not this is an appropriate venue for that question to be answered. Okay. So, yes, okay. Um, overlay that, come full, sort of full circle to Colorado, we have an election law relating to what exactly the Secretary of State can and can't do relating to the determination of the qualifications of the individual who's going to be on the ballot for all offices, okay. not just the president. Gotcha. But the president is the one that's the most Could important. Could be dog there. catcher, whatever, yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. Right, but, but in particular, the idea was related to this particular state statute is whether or not the president had the qualifications. And, you know, this, the Constitution certainly talks about presidents have to be over the age of 35. They right. have to be... Um, naturalized here. Correct. Remember the whole thing right. with Obama and That's all right. of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay, and and then they can't have more than two terms. So the examples that are riddled through these opinions are if Barack Obama, Obama tried to have a third term, or one of the um, one of the other presidents that has had two terms that tries to come back and does a third term, that our Secretary of State would be able to say, "Well, no, it's clear." Right. Those things are easy, right? right? Those are easy questions to answer. There's right. no question about them. Right. It's black right. and white. So the, the question then um, that is presented to the court, and it starts in the district court, is whether or not the district court, through this electoral election law, state law, can use that state law to keep Trump out of the ballot because of the allegations that he incited right. an insurrection. Which I wish we'd quit calling it that because that's probably for another day's program. But regardless, that's... It's that's, not. That's, it's, it's right in... This, it right. is front and center. Correct. And so you take that, but you also have to analyze whether or not the state, in this particular case, has the right to interpret that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment and make factual determinations about the insurrection. Right. Because that's what the district court did in Denver. So the electoral, the law relating to the electoral law and whether or not the Secretary of State can have this person on the ballot is a, 
the the mechanism to make that determination is very very short in okay. the duration and the span in which it has to happen. Like you bring this action and it has to be decided within a couple of weeks. Okay. I mean, really, it's a short period of time. Okay. So right away you have issues of due process. Right. right away you have a question as to whether or not a person that is accused of these sorts of things is afforded due process to keep them honor. And in this particular case, again, I'm not an attorney, but he's not been convicted and even proven guilty beyond a shadow of, you know, innocent beyond a shadow of a doubt. He, yep. he hasn't been proven guilty by the prosecution yet that even all of what you just said happened, right? He hasn't even been charged federally. There's good a, point. Spe- there's That's a good specific point. charge That's right. good point. for this insurrection. It's statute 230, uh, 2383, because one of the Colorado Supreme Court justices that I think got it right, Judge Samore, who used to be a judge in Arapaho was the chief judge for Arapaho and now has been on our Supreme Court for a while. Brilliant guy. Okay. Um, he wants to get it right. He wants to answer the question correctly outside of the po- politics. The other thing we know about the district court judge in Denver, she, she has a political affiliation before she gets on the bench. Right. What's interesting about her decision is she goes through and has this hearing and makes the determination based upon the hearing that he incited uh, an insurrection that he, he that Trump uh, was proven. Um, she says that they had to prove it by a preponderance of the evidence, but she says that it was even proven by a clear and convincing evidence, which is interesting because she's sort of, I think, sort of already there before the the process starts. Right, where she where where she she's seems, bringing her political beliefs into something that she shouldn't be she doing. Am tries I right in that? Not to. She really does. She tries not to, but she is. But so she is pre. Yeah, because she's, she's already judged. Because again, I'm just the novice here. Yeah, she's already claiming he's he's incited one, but that's not even on that level where he's in that particular trial. That's not even been proven yet. Well, see, and that's where this is where I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to going to be able to take a look at this and say, what is the due process for this sort of situation? What what can the state do relating to a decision as to whether or not you put a candidate on your ballot? And what do you have to go through or what has to be proven? And the first thing is that this is a, a federal amendment, right, a constitutional amendment that, that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And the 14th Amendment says that Congress is the one that has to make rules to decide whether or not Section 3 has been violated. Okay. All right. So the district court judge goes through all this analysis and has this long, this five-day hearing in a very compressed period of time where they don't even allow Trump, the Trump supporters to depose the experts that are going to be. I mean, the, the fact that many of the normal things that you'd see in a civil proceeding weren't allowed before this hearing happened should cause concerns for all of us, right? Because whether you believe Trump did these things or not, uh, the point is is that the process needs to be fair. It needs to be due process, and it needs to not have this sort of compression to make a decision about whether or not somebody should be on the ballot. I mean, that's a that's a really important right. Makes sense. And so, but but interestingly, she goes through this process, and in her actual one of the pages of the 102 pages that she wrote, she talks about the fact that the that Trump supporters were given 18 hours to complete their evidence, and they only used 12. Well, it could be because they really weren't given enough time to get prepared to right. fill that time. Right. But secondarily, um, I don't think that's really the issue. The issue is whether or not this process in general for this particular complex situation should have been allowed to happen within the state. 
Gotcha. And, and we've seen other states come to the conclusion that it's not appropriate because they don't have the same sort of election law that we do in Colorado. Okay. Not surprising because we have a tendency to overreach yes. um, because of the legislature that we have. But yes. that's another discussion for right. another day. Right. But at any rate, so she, she goes through this analysis, and she actually at the end, so she finds that all of the things have been proven, but what she does is then she takes a strict constructionist view of whether or not the presidency is included in this issue with Section 3 of the 14th Amendment and whether or not the vice president and president were considered offices of the United States when the uh, amendment was entered into uh, originally. And what she finds is that they weren't. And what she says is that because the presidency is not included in these situations, because it's specifically senators and House of Representatives and other individuals who would be making decisions and deciding on the president, that um, it's specifically excluded. And if it's specifically excluded, sort of construction-wise, relating to what the founders did in, in enacting this amendment, that they were, because it wasn't specifically included, then they were excluded. And so she ends up coming to a decision that many people think is sound uh, in the sense of she becomes a strict constructionist relating to that small portion of her review. But what she's done is she's laid the foundation for the Colorado, the majority of the Colorado Supreme Court to say, you've done all the heavy lifting for us. We find that uh, the presidency is an office of the United States and it should be included as uh, a particular office that this particular election uh, law will follow and will have uh, dominion over okay. in making decision whether or not it can be on the ballot. And because of that, we affirm all of our other decisions and we, re- we reverse her decision relating to that particular aspect of her order. And that's how we find that he has to be taken off the ballot. Wow. Yeah. Now, all of that is really sort of interesting, and and if you have time, I mean, there are so there are eight questions that the yeah call, you know what, let, let, where to, let's take, yeah let's yeah, take we're a, break. a break let's yeah. come back that's yeah. perfect that's yeah. a perfect segue we'll come back and do that now for most of you listening hope you're following along there's a lot here we'll continue <laughs> to digest this now at the five o'clock hour I promise we'll get to some of the other things that I brought Kevin in for when it comes to just you know home invasions and civil versus criminal defense and when should you call kevin we'll get into some of that in five o'clock but i again because we had kevin here a little early today and we planned this and then this came out just last night i wanted to cover some of this so hopefully you're all listening if you do have a question i tell you what easiest thing on this text me if you would the question it's easier for us to answer it that way 307-200-8222 high five plumbing is next 877 we high five when temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget. Down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code Certified Techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. 
KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you're looking for a doctor that thinks just like we do, and I mean that sincerely, please give Dr. Scott a call today, 303-663-6990, and he can help you with any leftover HSA and FSA dollars you might have. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning for all of your heating and AC needs. They give whatever you need, including a checkup or a complete replacement of your furnace. Find them at klzradio.com. Cub Creek Heating and AC installs high-efficiency furnaces, saving you money and keeping your home warmer all winter. High-efficiency furnaces use significantly less energy and effectively produce more heat in less time. That means 90 to 98% of the fuel used is converted to heat in your home, compared to 56 to 70% on a standard furnace. Not only will it save you at least 10% on your utility bill, but it will heat your home more consistently. The unit is smart enough to not force air through the system, which can create hot and cold zones in your home, as you notice with older furnaces. The Texacup Creek will help you make sense of government incentives that are available with these furnaces. The Ream Pro Partners at Cub Creek can typically have a high-efficiency furnace installed in a day. And financing is available, so reach out to Hunter and Doug today by going to klzradio.com HVAC to learn more. One thing we'll talk about at 5 o'clock with Kevin is insurance, by the way, car insurance specifically. American National Insurance, Paul Lewenberger, my agent, would love to help you make sure that you're properly insured. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. 
Business Equipment Sales, Solutions, and Service, or BES, is a service-first company. Their customer service is a top priority to the company and the technicians. I've built relationships with a lot of my customers. I know bigger companies typically don't operate that way. They try to keep their technicians moving around as much as possible. We're unique in that each technician has their own territory, which is beneficial for building relationships and establishing trust with your customers. We're very personable. We don't treat our customers like they're just a number. They trust us to handle all their office needs. We handle anything and everything, copier, printer, scanner, fax related. We stand by being one of the best in the industry in response time. I'd put our company up against any company. Choosing BES for your company's office puts you in good hands. Go to BESofColorado.com to learn more about the best resources for your office equipment in the Front Range area. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Again, Kevin Flesh with me right now, and if you need anything from Kevin... Uh, one-on-one, 303-806-8886 is Kevin's number. All right, continue on with these points made by now the Supreme Court Yeah, the Court Colorado, Colorado Supreme Court. So, And they do a really nice job of concisely explaining the questions that they had to answer in this okay. case that I think may help a little bit of my jibber-jabbering just before the break. So, Which you didn't do, by the way. But well, but, but I mean, I think it's important for people to understand because we, we all go to our tribes in this sort of... Right, you do. You, know, and, and you read a headline and go to your tribe. Yeah. That's what we and, do. And so... I, I mean, I've seen it from listeners. That's exactly oh, yeah. what we do. That's what we yes. do. And so I think what's important in this analysis, because this is a big case. This is a big the, deal. This will set precedents in other areas, Oh, right? my gosh. Across it's, the country, right? Yeah, it's, it's a completely... And it's a completely political animal that people are trying to use the legal system as uh, as it's not a shield. They're obviously trying to use it as some sort of weapon right. to make sure that he's not on the ballot. Because right. if you can stop him from Colorado, that's a lot of electoral votes that he loses. Um, and so it's it, no matter what you think of the situation with him. All right, so these are the eight questions that they have to answer. The election code allows the electors to challenge President Trump's status as a qualified candidate based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Okay. All right. And indeed, the election code provides the electors their only viable means of litigating whether President Trump is disqualified from holding office under Section 3. And that's the incitement of the insurrection. Okay? Okay. Number two question, Congress does not need to pass implementing legislation for Section 3's disqualification provision to attach, and Section 3 is, in that sense, self-executing. And this is really important because when you're talking about the supremacy clause, and that's what a lot of times we think about with the 14th Amendment, what, what the, the justices are saying here is, can Colorado take this election law that we've implemented and then interpret a federal law to disqualify a presidential candidate? Um, the third uh, question is, judicial review of President Trump's eligibility for office under Section 3 is not precluded by the political question doctrine. So this is the tribism, right? Is it so political that the judiciary shouldn't be involved in the process whatsoever? That's an easy answer there. They say, of course not. We, we, we need to make decisions about this. Okay. All right. Section 3 encompasses the office of the presidency and someone who has taken an oath as president on this point, the district court committed reversible error. So this is the point that I was talking about before right. the break. The, 
the district court judge did all of this work in presenting the facts and getting a really good record relating to what she thought the facts were in a process that wasn't due process, my opinion. Um, But she came to a conclusion relating to that, but then said um, she couldn't find that he could be disqualified because the presidency wasn't in office included in the uh, Section 3 issues. So the district court did not abuse its discretion in admitting portions of Congress's January 6th report into evidence at trial. That was a huge deal. You know, and it's pretty interesting. Um, I've never really looked at the proceedings relating to the January 6th committee. We all know that there was a political kerfuffle about whether or not the Republicans, how many Republicans would be on there. And we also know the makeup of the Republicans that were on the committee are not Trump supporters. Correct. So whatever you want to believe about that, um, the district court found that the process with the January 6th committee was a due process. So that also is the foundational piece where Judge Samore, in his opinion, says, wait a second. Yeah. Congress has actually given us a federal statute that he could be charged with a crime. We then have the criminal procedure, which is certainly due process. You get a jury. Right. Right. You don't have a district court judge. Correct. in in Denver making a decision about those sorts of things. You go through an adversarial process, and then if he is convicted, all right, then we've got... Then we're there. Then we've got a much shorter process because we have a conviction. That's going to be something that you can present to a judge. Nobody can dispute it at that point because the process has gone through. All right. So um, the uh, district court did not err in concluding that the events in the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021 constituted an insurrection. So they made a factual determination based upon this hearing, the district court did, um, that it was an insurrection. And the U- the Colorado Supreme Court said, we agree with that. Okay. There, there's obviously uh, a bias there, but, but depending upon your perspective on the evidence that's presented, again, we don't have the due process, but that's what they made a decision about. Got it. The district court did not err in concluding that President Trump engaged in that insurrection through his personal actions. Now, this is a super interesting part of the case because it's all expert testimony about the words used by President Trump to the folks in his speech at the Ellipse on January 6th and his lack of action in bringing in more um, National Guard troops when that crowd went down to the Capitol. Super Super interesting in the sense that if you want to get into um, whether you believe political leaders have the ability to incite this sort of insurrection. Okay. All right. Um, Because that's the eighth uh, point. President Trump's speech inciting the crowd, inciting the crowd that breached the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, was not protected by the First Amendment. So so we've got that, too, because the First Amendment— Amendment generally covers political speech right. up to a point. I mean, it's the old... Can't, ye- can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that is the seminal case relating to that, and that makes sense. And we also see it in pornography cases. The Supreme right. Court has said, we all know what pornography is when we see it. I mean, essentially. Right. And so that's what. So what this really boils down to then is the Colorado Supreme Court says, first of all, it's clear that the presidency is an office of the United States. Okay. So that's their analysis relating to that. And then they they find everything else that the district court did was good. Okay. 
More to come. we got another full hour with Kevin. If you've got a question, by all means, send me a text message. If you've got a question even relating to this, we can answer that as well. Really, Kevin is here to answer your questions. That's what he's here for, and uh, I always enjoy having Kevin. So, again, his number, if you want to call him directly, 303-806-8886. Otherwise, Hour 3 will be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.